got two of the best records in the league going head to head, and that's exactly what you Eagles, want. But if you look at it, then even when they haven't really played to their best, it's still been better than much better, maybe than anyone See, else. This does it almost feel a little bit like uh, he's been used as a scapegoat. They're going to win this one, and it's going to be points. So should be a crazy game. Hello and welcome to Throwing Rotation, back for a, another episode, our second of the evening. This time it's another preview. We're going to Monday Night Football. It's another beautiful one. Eagles at Chiefs, obviously a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. If you haven't checked out our Thursday Night Football preview, or maybe it's past Thursday, but go check that out or go check out our Kyler Murray episode that we're also recording tonight but let's crack on with today ash i know you just can't wait to get to that um kyla murray episode that we're now about to do but um how are you doing are you ready for this second preview yeah obviously i, I can't wait for that kyla murray uh, ep- uh episode coming up another little teaser in here gotta keep putting those teasers out for that that, <laughs> that big boy kyla episode you know we're following all the traffic in, in into that Kyler Murray episode, yeah. so yeah, just a random <laughs> week eleven episode on the quarterback of a two and eight team. Beautiful um, stuff. Um, before but yeah, we get into Eagles Chiefs, though, yeah. No, um, before we get into game, that, though, game. just wanted to mention the breaking news that's coming out of the league today, and that is that after after the horrendous Monday night football performance by the Buffalo Bills, uh, namely their offense. Their OC, Ken Dorsey, famous uh, most notably perhaps for the um, that video last year where he was just going absolutely crazy. Do you remember he was chucking the uh, clipboard about everywhere? I don't know if I don't saw that, actually. I don't you, remember no, you it. must have seen it. I it must have seen on, it, yeah. It was early on last year um, and it got a lot of attention. That was funny. But anyway, he's gone. He's going to replace um as offensive coordinator um, by Joe Brady, their quarterbacks coach. Um, and basically, head coach Sean McDermott just said it was time for a change. Um, they've been racking up yards and points even the last couple of years, but this season has been... It's been something else, really, hasn't it, with their with their mistakes, with their turnovers, and um, at 5-5, five and five, it just become untenable. Something had to change. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen some people see this. Does it almost feel a little bit like the he's been used as a scapegoat in Buffalo? Um, I wouldn't say the Buffalo Bills' offense has been exactly bad. You know, you've still got Josh Allen making big plays with his arm, with his legs. I know Josh Allen has thrown a lot of picks, whether you put that down to Josh Allen himself, who has always had a tendency to perhaps play some risky, mm. risky footballs. But then you've also got to weigh up and think, well, is that because... You know, perhaps Ken Dorsey's trying to go for the deep ball maybe too often. Um, um, so yeah, there is some concerns about that. I mean, giving up twenty four points to a Broncos offense is not the best. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a messy night. But pretty um, interesting yeah, they, stuff. They couldn't. They didn't have a, uh, any sort of run game to talk about. Obviously, the mistakes we've just touched upon, and they didn't really feel like they had much of a game plan. In games, more or maybe just a selection of plays, but wasn't working. Something that had to change in that competitive AFC. They're they're at risk of, of of not even getting to the playoffs potentially. So yeah, time for a change there. Let's move on. Get to what we're doing today. As we've already said, it's Eagles at Chiefs on Monday Night Football. 
Three-point favourites are the Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57 by three points. That was 38 to 35, of course. An absolute classic. So much drama. The over and under for this one is 45 and a half. Both teams coming off their bye week. Uh, both, team, both teams coming off big wins in week uh, nine. Chiefs beat the Dolphins 21-14. A bit of a weird game when they went uh, went up early. Close out in the end, though. And then the Eagles themselves beat the NFC East. Their NFC East rivals, the Dallas Cowboys, 28-23. Very impressive. Close for hard fought victory there. What are we um what are we saying about about these two teams, Ash? How have the Eagles looked for you so far this year? Yeah, again, uh Eagles eight and one. Um best record in football and yeah. perhaps on the eye test, just purely looking at it from play, they've not been the best team in football. You know, Maybe not one games as comprehensively as you would expect, not as handsomely as they did last season. But it doesn't matter. They're still grinding out wins, and that's a sign of a very good team. If you're not playing at your best and you're still turning wins, getting wins like that, you know, it's it's a very very good sign, especially uh, in the NFL, which is just you know anything can happen week to week. Um, I think you are starting to see the best of the Eagles now. Obviously, you had to take some time to adjust to a couple of new uh, coordinators, um, jo- Jonathan Gannon going, um, and I've forgotten his name, the offensive Shane coordinator, Steichen. Shane Steichen. That's the one who massively developed Jalen Hurts and he made him the quarterback who he is today. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's business as usual, I guess, then for the, for the Eagles. They are now starting to get back. They're on course for the, the one seed, um, which would be for, for back in back-to-back seasons. Um, yeah, I mean, just should be a crazy game. We've got, obviously it's a repeat of last year's Super Bowl. Um, you've got two of the best records in the league going head to head and it's exactly what you want. And it should be an absolute, another blockbuster for modern night mm. football. You, so you mentioned that obviously they've got the best record in the league at eight and one, but to the eye, they haven't really felt like the best team in the league. And I would agree, like they've not, it doesn't feel like an eight and one team. It doesn't feel like they, uh, the same team as it was last year. They've not been blowing teams away. But, like, who would you say has looked like the best team then, regardless of record? Because every, every, all of those big teams now, after starting off uh, on fire, like the Niners have just lost a few, everyone looks really flawed. So I, I, I feel the same, as you say, about the Eagles. But if you look at it, then even when they haven't really played to their best, they've still been better than much better maybe than anyone else. The only one I can really think of is the Ravens. Yeah, I was going to say the Ravens. I think, as we've said quite a few times, they look like the most complete team. And I think on the eye test, they have looked the best team, which is weird to say, considering obviously they've lost two extra games. But overall, you'd say the Ravens have looked better. Um, But yeah, again, it's hard to say because as you're quite right in saying... You know, you've got teams like the 49ers who at one point, I'd say, were probably looking the best team and then they go lose three on the bounce. So you can't really say them. Yeah, um, Again, I think you would probably have to, other than the, the Ravens, you could obviously say the 49ers. I think when they're fully healthy, um, there's no denying how good they are. Obviously, bouncing back against the Jags, no surprise that Trent Williams was back. No surprise that Debo Samuel was back and they go and pull that out of the bag. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, apart from that, it's, it's hard to say. Obviously, the Chiefs, uh, you've got a few blips for them. Um, but I'd take those again with those with a pinch of salt. The Lions game week one, so close, um, and it's week one. And then obviously that Broncos loss, which was very unexpected. But Mahomes was battling the flu. Um, you, you you can sort of give them a pass on there. So I think they're the sort of teams that you're saying looking at as, as the top contenders. So what better way for the Chiefs and the Eagles now to go to head to head? I think it could be a little dress rehearsal potentially obviously for the Super Bowl if we had those two teams there again this year that'd be pretty mm. crazy Eagles desperately searching for revenge even in this game yeah the Eagles just know how to win I think maybe more than all of the other teams that we've just mentioned obviously as do the Chiefs there was the two teams with the best records facing in the Super Bowl last year it was perfect it was close it was high scoring and um, so we're hoping for a rematch of this um, but as we say, every every team's looking pretty flawed this year. The Chiefs, the story of their season is that um, poor receiving play has kind of been masked by an awesome defence, the best defence, obviously, up to this point that Patrick Mahomes has had in his career. Uh, they're top five in a, in a number of metrics, including yards allowed and points scored, I believe. Um Mahomes himself has made more mistakes than usual, but I think I think it's really typified by that that week one loss to the Lions, where it was crazy the the drops they were having on on easy to catch balls and and just the mental mistakes and errors and um I don't was it Sky Moore that day who had a just a historically bad day Kadarius um, Tony I believe yeah 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 um and it's kind of it's it's been better than that throughout the rest of the year and obviously they've won seven games. Travis Kelsey was missing that day, um, but but Mahomes hasn't really developed chemistry with this receiving core as as he would have hoped, um, and and I think the the second half of the year for the Chiefs obviously it's about getting that first seed, um, and the schedule's pretty favourable, but it's about can that offense get clicking and can it get up to the heights that we're usually used to seeing from a an Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes plus Travis Kelsey combination. Um, specifically about this game, I'll, I'll talk a bit about the injury report. Um, obviously, it's, it, we're recording this pretty early in the week, and it's a Monday night football game, um, so there's there's nothing official that's that's come out so far. And both teams are off a bye, so we've not got last week's um, to to use any data from. Um, but Dallas God uh, Dallas Goddard is doubtful. Can confirm that. We know that Jalen Hurts hasn't been 100 percent all years. Um, was really struggling with his knee in that Week 9 victory over the Cowboys, um, was limping around quite a lot at one point. Um, and maybe that's... He, he's thrown eight picks, I think, this year. And that Eagles offence, while the floor has still been incredibly high, they've scored over 20 points in every game this year. Uh, they've not reached the heights of um, that they had basically throughout the whole of last year. Maybe a big part of that is, is Jalen Hurts is not 100%, but he's toughed it out. He's been playing. He's still been playing to a high level. He's still been rushing. Um, so we'll see. He'll likely carry an injury designation throughout the week, but you can bet anything that that he'll be playing um, and, and they'll be playing to a higher standard. For the Chiefs, meanwhile, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Richie James, uh, both on IR, both missed the game versus the Dolphins. Nick Bolton's on IR. He won't be elig- eligible to return yet. And that's... Um, you know, we've still got a week, week's worth of training ahead of us. So that's all the information we can give at this time. What we can give you is who we think are the 
going to be the key matchups for this game. Ashley, go ahead. Well, maybe not a, a matchup necessarily that's going to correlate on the field, but obviously we've got the two Kelsey brothers um, going up against each other, Jason Kelsey mm. versus Travis Kelsey. So that's a nice little storyline there. Um, and also I think um, the, the main one is the Chiefs um, tackles up against the Eagles um, edge rushers. By and large, the Chiefs O-line's been pretty good, but largely more sort of interior, sort of uh, quite a few of the tackles. Um, well, two of the, the left tackle and the right tackle, Donovan Smith and Juwan Taylor, have both had a PFF grade below 60. Um, so Eagles off the edge there could make a big impact. You've got sort of Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey uh, and Trey Smith sort of making up for that O-line in, in, in the middles uh, more so. But when you're coming up against the likes of Josh Sweat, uh, Josh Sweat um, and Harrison Reddick, it's going to be difficult. Um, Harrison Reddick has set the tied 10th most sacks on the year with seven and a half. Sweat six and a half, which is tied 15th. And Eagles themselves with 30 sacks on the season in total, um, tied four in the NFL. We know how good Jalen Carter is as well. You'd think maybe the experience in the middle may help out there. But it's that edge which is going to um, potentially make an impact. Again, you mentioned it earlier, Mahomes has made a few mistakes. He's thrown eight picks so far. He's only got a 96.7 passer rating, which is the lowest he's had as a starter since coming into the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I think if, if if the Eagles apply that pressure off the edge, that uh, could very much be detrimental to, to the Chiefs' offense, which has in parts, not well, for Chiefs' standards anyway, not looked that good. Yeah, no, I think that definitely is one of the key matchups to this game with the um the issues that Mahomes has had with with his receivers this year if he's really hurried and hassled and he's having to use his amazing movement in the pocket and, and create an extra extra time and and extending plays is is he uh, like it's going to be a lot harder to to get that connection with the receivers are they going to be able to keep him on time keep the routes as, as intended um it, it, like you say it's going to be really tough for that Chiefs o-line my key matchup, I've said, is on the other side of the ball. Rashi Rice, one of those Kansas City Chiefs receivers versus the Eagles secondary. Um, Rice, for me, I think has been the pick of those receivers. Uh, obviously, not including Travis Kelsey. Um, he's had his own mistakes. He's had his miscommunications. He's had a few drops himself. But he's looked like the one who's going to be there for the big plays for me. And he's looked like he he's had the most chemistry with Mahomes as well and he could maybe become a high volume guy i think yeah i said that before the start of the year as well yeah you like the him Eagles, a lot don't you yeah i do like rashi rice i drafted him a couple of times so this is i want to see a big game out of him in this in this big spot the eagles have given up the most passing first downs in the league this year their secondary has not been as good as it was last year definitely not given up 30 plus points to the likes of the commanders in recent weeks so it's going to be it's going to be interesting matchups all over the pitch. Obviously, there's a lot of rematches and familiar faces from the Super Bowl. It's going to be a very exciting match. Let's move on to a segment. Sorry, I do have just one more segment. Two, one another more. key matchup. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I have another one. My bad. My bad. It's kind Please. of two. It's a little bit naughty. Um, okay. But AJ Brown and Devonta Smith up against Legarius Sneed and Trent McDuffie. I think. Uh, that's going to be very, very interesting. Obviously, AJ Brown, we know how good he's been. Over 1,000 receiving yards already, six touchdowns. He's had the second most receiving yards in the league. 
and Devonta Smith's looking for a third successive week scoring a touchdown. And that's coming up against two um, two players in the Chiefs secondary have been superb this year. Sneed has had uh, 322 coverage snaps this season without allowing a touchdown. That's per PFF. And again, PFF coming up clutch. McDuffie has had a 76.8 coverage grade, which is the eighth highest overall grade out of all corners in the league. So obviously we know how good those wide receivers are. The stats are clearly indicating how good those uh, second players in the secondary are. Uh, again, I think that's another huge key matchup for this one. Absolutely, yeah. The Chiefs secondary has been really good this year, giving up the third lowest yards per attempt um, across the whole league and the fourth lowest total passing yards. So absolutely good point. Glad you stopped me going on to Star Watch, but let's do it now. Who are the game superstars? How have they been doing this year? What impact do you reckon they're going to have, Ash? Well, as I previously mentioned, as part of that um, Eagles defensive line, a guy who I know you've very much liked this year, a guy who's almost certain to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, and that's Jalen Carr. He is a star straight away. He hasn't needed any time to come into this league um, and settle. He's just hit the ground running straight, sort of how he did at college. Um He's been, he really has been been superb. 87.9 pass rush grade, which I believe is either the best or the second best out of all um, interior defenders in the NFL. It's at least very high up there, so not even rookies, but out of all of uh, other interior defenders. 19.1% win rate, 5 sacks, 20 hurries, 4 QB hits, 29 total pressures. He's an absolute star. And as I said, mm. the, the sort of Chiefs interior on the O-line, should be good enough, but it's going to be difficult up, up against multiple facets of that um, Eagles defensive line. Yeah, you're kind of thinking, people are saying one of the reasons why it's such a good pick and such a good spot for Jalen Carter to go to the Eagles is how deep their D-line is and how talented it is. So he can come down on the plays he needs to play and he doesn't have to play all of the time sort of thing. He can ease into it settle into it, but now he's already one of the NFL's best interior defensive linemen. As you say, he's already racking up the stats and the PFF grades. Um, but I'm looking again at the Eagles, and again, as someone you've mentioned on their offense, is AJ Brown, who's having a, an absolutely ridiculous season. Um, people always shout uh, wide receivers for MVP, it feels like, but never going to happen. And he's somehow not even the best uh, receiver in terms of yard yards this year, but he had that incredible streak of 125 plus yard games. He's been, uh, he's always there for Jalen Hurts. He wins every sort of catch. So reliable, so physical, so dependent. Good at the heart, good at the catch point. All of the positive things you want to say about him is that um, is that Chiefs secondary, as you've already alluded to, that's been good this year. Are they going to be able to handle uh, the the NFL's biggest downfield threat? And then Devontae Smith one of the best WR2s in the league as well. These are all questions we're going to find out the answer to on Monday night. Let's go. Let's move it now on to our stat attack. Ash, you're just going to spit stats at us, please. Told me to go now. Sorry. Yeah, man, whenever you're ready. <laughs> so the Eagles haven't beaten the Chiefs in the regular season since 2009. They've lost the last four successive meetings. Ever since Andy Reid moved from Philly to Kansas as well. Wow. Pretty interesting. 
And left guard Joe Thune has a 81.3 pass block, which is the best out of all guards um, in the NFL. Um, Trey Smith over on sort of on the right guard for the Chiefs, 381 pass blocking snaps without allowing a sack. Very, very impressive from him. And then if we take a little look over to we take a look over to sort of the overall stats of both sides. We know how good that Eagles offense has been. The fifth most total yards per game, uh, eighth most rush yards per game, the third most points per game across the league. But then on the flip side, that Chiefs defense has been very, very good. Fourth least total yards per game, the fifth least pass yards per game, and the second least points per game. It seems like it's offense versus defense. Can Philly finally get revenge um, over Andy Reid and those Chiefs? Excellent stuff. Beautifully done, Ashley. Um, just before we wrap it up with our best bets, I uh, just wanted to ask you who you think out of these two teams is going to end up with the, the best regular season record. Obviously, um, well, likely that, that whichever one of them does ends up with the first seed uh, if, if both of them don't. I think the key point really is... Um, it's their schedules from here on out. Yeah, I was thinking. Eagles have got a. I was thinking to say, looking at those schedules, yeah, um, I think the eagle, uh, the eagle schedule is looking pretty tough at the start, and then it, look at their next five games. Yeah, uh, at Chiefs versus Bills versus Niners at Cowboys at Seahawks. Then gets a bit easier to end the season with yeah. two nice ones. Yeah, um, three nice. What about the Chiefs? What's their schedule looking like? So it's easier. It's, it's nicer. Nicer, yeah. You know what? Um, I just, it's really tough, but you know, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Eagles. I just think they're they're too good. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, we're really gonna find out who they are over this next five, six weeks if they're the genuinely the the best team in the NFL. Um, which I think you might be right. I think they are gonna gonna come out and make probably steamroll their way to the Super Bowl again. All right, we'll finish it off then with uh, our best bet and who we like for the game. I think I'm back in the Eagles to win an over 45 and a half points at 16 to 5. I think we're going to see a kind of similar game to the Super Bowl, even though the, the Chiefs defense is definitely better now. Uh, I think both offenses are, are, are going to shine. They're going to find ways to come through. They've got too many talented players. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think we're going to see it on Thursday night, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do see a shootout here and the Eagles are going to get revenge, in my opinion, for the um, the most points scored ever in a Super Bowl loss. They're going to win this one and there's going to be points, so back away. Nice, I like it. I like it. I'm also going to jump on that Eagles train, but I'm not too sure if they're going to win, so I'm not going to go on the money line odds, but I think it will be extremely close, so I think... Um, plus three on the spread is looking quite nice. Um, could easily see them the the Chiefs doing it again on a field goal, so you, you could get the push on there. And also, I uh, would the the player props aren't out yet, but anything that Travis Kelsey does, um, unless it's not too short of a price, I'd be jumping on. It's at Arrowhead. It's a huge game. We know that he's the main guy, and he loves performing in front of his new girlfriend Taylor Swift. So it's going to happen. I uh, has to happen. Surely something you can always rely on. That will do for us today, though. Check out our other preview. Check out our Kyler Murray episode, whatever that's going to be. And uh, thanks again for listening. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.